Oh my god, we're all moved in. I mean, we're almost all moved in. You're all moved in. Almost all of our stuff is moved in. Uh, we left our TV and our bed frame there. I'm not exactly sure why. Do you know why we left that? The bed? Yeah, he didn't have a tool to take apart your bed. Oh, okay. Because the truck pulled away and I went upstairs and I was like, our bed, our bed frame. Is here. <laughs> our bed and our TV. I guess the TV is mounted. Did he not have the tools for that either? I'm guessing. Uh, maybe it was just getting too late and he, he was just, like, Fuck the it. kids had to go to school the next day and they were helping us. So maybe... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We worked them long into the night. <sighs> they were so nice. Um, my stepson, AJ, and his friend, Cole, um, was really helpful. And then AJ's girlfriend was here. And, yeah, they were just helping. Mm -hmm. and hey, it's not official yet. What? It's not officially his girlfriend. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. That. I asked. Oh, really? <laughs> well, shit, I was calling it his girlfriend. Oh, I need to be 17 again. Oh, God. But, I mean, I, I find that relatable. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm Sammy. I'm Skylar. Welcome to our podcast. Uh, I'm kind of nervous. I don't know. I had last week. I just feel like was mouth garbage for me. Like mouth garbage. Yeah. Like I just. I had to. As opposed to. <laughs> I just feel like truly last week I was off. I think the pain meds, not as an excuse, but I definitely have not felt like myself. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I, I felt weird about last week's episode. I felt like I had to I go back no and listen. I no recollection. What was it about? I don't remember. But <laughs> I know that like I put a little clip into one of my vlog videos. So I went back and downloaded it and I was kind of skimming through to find like a good little section to put mm -hmm. into like the vlog because I mentioned the podcast. So I like to put little, you know, like a promo clip. clips or whatever. And I don't know when I was fishing Were through you being it. Weird? I, I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, God, I hate everything that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> everything that slipped from my fucking lips was just, just really problematic. <laughs> So, uh, I apologize if, you know, I had a weird vibe or, <laughs> I don't know. Trust me, they're used to I know, it. I was like, I, everyone's like, it was fine, I'm sure. But now I'm just super insecure, so. At this point, like, the podcast is just homework and everyone suffers through it. <laughs> so. <laughs> but it's like, if they feel like they miss it, they won't know what's on the test. They won't test. know what's on the next test. Oh, God. Well, thanks for coming back. <laughs> so, also, podcast listeners, today is going to be a really fun episode because... Because? Um, because we don't have any we don't have any Wi-Fi. So, I actually, I actually had to pick through scraps of rejected past articles. Oh, I love that, though. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> And I, I I picked two, and they actually, and I happened to find two that actually fit a theme. Cool. For what I wanted to talk about, well, but like I said, you. they're they're rejects. Yeah. So I thought maybe we could spice them up. That sounds really fun. I'm really excited to be in the new house because I feel like I have been we've been living in limbo for so long, for like at least two months now. So we started sort of getting in the mindset of moving and kind mm -hmm. of packing up, and then we were really packed up. And then we, we froze. Move, and then we froze. <laughs> like half of our stuff was here, half of it wasn't. Most of it was packed up, and then like. I just feel like I haven't been able to contribute and I feel like I'm ready to spice up some of the episodes and play some more games and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I just appreciate everyone's patience. But I will say, it feels nice in here. 
mm-hmm. for at least podcasting. I don't know how you feel. There's... I think my room feels nice. I actually like the color. When I first saw these gray walls, yeah. I was like, I don't know about this, but they're actually find them very calming. Yeah, they're not. It's not too dark and it's not too light. It's a really nice, just medium gray. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like the edges. This this is a very old house. It was built in 1910. It has a lot of character. There's a lot of like crown molding and like wood and it's really i described this house very queen of pentacles Mm -hmm. it is very grounded it is very this place is haunted for sure like this is (laughs) this is haunted shit this feels like miss weasley's house from harry potter to me um and there literally is a cupboard underneath the stairs Mm -hmm. uh so that that's that but I'm excited to see what you have cooked up. I just let us know what the sound is in this room. Cause he's pretty much complete with all of his stuff. But if it's super echoey, we might be able to It sounds almost the same. Maybe, almost the same maybe as the other room. one extra millisecond of echo. Of echo? But then I feel like that might just be the house and like poor insulation. So because <laughs> <laughs> it is cold in here. It's cold in here. So, I've been reading The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue about a girl that makes a deal with the devil. I saw. I've actually seen that book around. Um, they've. I don't know if it's just been on, like, a lot of book bookstore bays. You know, yeah. like, on the end caps. And, like, I've seen that title. It's on end caps and it's been, like, on recommended lists. Yeah. And uh, this is one of the rare moments in my life. Is Lee Schwab? No? Something. V.E. Schwab? V.E. Schwab, Something yeah. Something like that. And... I, it's only a three star book, in my opinion. That's okay. that's all I've given it, and okay. I and I am a five star giver. I am not shy with five stars. Right? <laughs> if I liked it at all, I'll give it five stars. Oh, okay. And I actually love the book, but it is a, it's about two hundred pages too long. Oh, okay. So okay. guys, if, if you guys are that. ready to arduously power through it, yes, it's worth a read, but it's not amazing. Mm, but okay. so she makes a deal with the devil for basically um, everlasting life. Okay. But the catch is, is that every time she meets somebody, they forget her as soon as she leaves the room. Oh, so like that's if she, that book. Yep. Yeah. So if about. she is, um, let's say I met you for the first time. We were in, we went over to your house and we were in the living room and you went pee and closed the door. If you came back, yeah. you're not going to remember me and I'm in your house. Oh, and so cute. it's a, it's a difficult life, obviously. Yeah. So she usually just goes home with like lovers because then they'll leave the door open while they pee. I don't know. It's it's good. You guys yeah. gotta read it. It's a cool concept. It it's a cool like... concept. But I was thinking, what would Samantha Menzo <laughs> sell her soul to the devil for? Oh, I love that. And I thought maybe you could shuffle and and see like what is something that you would sell but you had never considered, or like what. What does the universe think you would most yeah, likely? Yeah, what does the tarot think that I should sell yeah. myself? My yeah, what does the tarot for? think you should just sell yourself for? Should I just for? use the deck that you pull, pulled out? Yeah, absolutely. What is it? The Dreaming Way? Uh, the... Yes, the Dreaming Way Tarot by Rum Choi. All of my decks are still packed up in a box. Uh, oh, I really like this Two of Pentacles. Okay. James Feeney sent me this. That's so nice of him. Mm-hmm. Thanks, James. Thanks, James. For supporting this episode <laughs> of the podcast <laughs> with the tarot deck. All right, let's see. What should I sell my soul to the devil for? <laughs> it's like devil. Just... So pull one card for um, like what what you're selling, okay. and then another card face down, and like that's the consequence that you weren't expecting. Okay, that's so fun. Okay, are you gonna do it too? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh my god! <laughs> 
Unlimited strength. Unlimited strength. Oh my god, I'm gonna be so hot just like lifting cars with my pinky. I'm literally, I got the strength card, if you guys didn't hear that, mm-hmm. from my screaming. Oh my, I'm literally going to be, I could just lift buildings. Yes. Oh my god, so many chicks are going to fall in so, love with me. So now, what's the unintended consequence? Should I face down? Yeah. What do I think? The, what do you let, think your, like, what do you think the consequence of this would be? I think that I literally break everything I look at. <laughs> Like, I can help, and I'm, like, really, You can like, lift anything, but it breaks. Well, no, like, like, I can't really be, like, have, like, physical love with anybody. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so hot. I'm so strong. I can do so many things to help the good of mankind, like, mm-hmm. lift buildings that have fallen, or, like, you know, just, like, help. So you're taking a literal approach. You're literally superwoman. I'm literally <laughs> superwoman. I mean, what... Yeah, Why I mean, not? if I'm selling my soul to the devil, I mean, the strength well. card's got to be... Well, do, you find, do you find this gift exciting? I feel like it could be better, <laughs> but I do think that it could be worse, too. This, is, like, I I guess it, this isn't what swords. the devil wanted for you, it's what he needed. Yeah, <laughs> like, I could have gotten the four swords and then I'm, like, the Sandman or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm fine with being, like, Miss America, like, we're not even Miss America, yeah. Miss World, Miss, Miss Universe. Universe. I am You were thinking Miss too Alien. small there I know. the first two times. I have to, like, ease into this newly found strength. I'm not ready for all okay, this power. Okay, I'm so anxious. What's the consequence? I really think it's going to be that I, like... I think it's going to be that I am too strong. Okay. <laughs> but I want to give people hugs and I like break their bones. And it's... The oh, Ace of Swords. Ace of Swords. I can only speak in a really loud roar. Like, I, like it's too aggressive. Like, or every time you get a new idea, you just scream it and you yeah, can't even help I it. I can't help it. It's like the energy is so strong that I just... Mm-hmm shout every thought that I've thought like nice tits like just (laughs) (laughs) so wow I did not see that one coming um but I am not mad about that I think there could be worse consequences honestly I feel like that is exciting um I do feel like I would annoy myself Mm-hmm. But I kind of already do. So what's the point? Yeah. No. See, uh, you were ready. Yeah, I was ready. You told the devil, this isn't even a consequence. No. This is already how I live my life. This is a consequence <laughs> for other people. But I already do this feel, to myself. I feel pretty good where I'm at. <laughs> what does my uniform look like? Give me a little bikini or what are we doing here? Um. Wow. That was very fun. Nice thought. I'm going to put them back just in case your consequence is strength. Okay. Okay. I would so, love that for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I have no strength. Okay, what well, uh, does the chair think I should sell myself to the devil for? I'm going to get something stupid. <laughs> I just know you're it. You're going to get like two pentacles or like <laughs> ten of swords. I can balance golf balls on my nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, are you going to keep this one? chandelier up here or what did you see have you noticed that every time the light turns on it flickers through all the colors before it settles on that one so i have to like do a little 30 second rave every time i turn my lights on. <laughs> no but i really that's for you oh my gosh that's so funny okay what am i selling it for what am i selling what's he buying what's the consequence all right what am i selling <laughs> what do you get? The two of cups. Wait, you got the two of cups. 
everyone I meet falls, falls in love, in with, love with you. You're literally but, okay, Cupid. You I'm could, selling like, my soul for something that already is true. <laughs> this is so dumb. Yeah, but no, it's extreme. It's like you're literally Cupid. Mm-hmm. Not only could you make people fall in love with you, but you can make other people fall in love with each other too. So the consequence of that well, I don't know. is the Six of Cups. <gasps> oh my God, this is a really actually um, a gift. All of my childhood memories are erased. <laughs> <laughs> You can make people fall in love. But, but you're not you going to remember your childhood. <laughs> and you're like, no, no. please, no, <laughs> I feel so bad thinking I could have had my candle room. Damn it. <laughs> really ended up in a fish room. I feel like I'm just going to wake up in the morning and be like, I swear just have I... this vague memory of a candle <laughs> in my past. <laughs> or like, man. I wish I knew who my parents were. So, you know what's so funny about this? Uh Is that one of my rejected articles is actually called Five Ways to Stop Reliving Painful Memories. (laughs) (laughs) What a segue. Thank you, Tarot. Wow. It's by Amy Morin. And she is from Psychology Today. This was written in 2016. And, guys, um, honestly, these psychologists... I respect psychology and I respect yeah. psychologists. Uh-huh. And I understand that sometimes you do have to give the five basic tips. Yeah. But as we read through these, yeah. we're really going to be shaking. We're going to be scratching our heads because yeah. we, we're collectively listeners. Yeah. None of us will learn anything. Uh, but you know what? Do we ever? <laughs> do we ever? It doesn't matter whether the article <laughs> is put together or not in an intelligible way. We will ruin it somehow. And I'm sure all of our listeners have a painful memory. So we're going to learn five no, ways. No, it's only us it's and our us. trauma. <laughs> so everyone, here are five ways to stop reliving those painful memories. While self-reflection is helpful, rumination is harmful. So dwelling on your problems and magnifying your misfortune <laughs> <laughs> and hosting a pity party only increases your distress. So these are the problems. So before we get the five tips, here are the problems. Tell me if you... Th- Think of these as problems or like what you think about this. Yeah. These are the problems with ruminating and overthinking. Or, yeah. Dwelling on the negative leans, leads to mental health problems. Um, so problematic. It shows that the more to you... say that? Yeah. It's, uh, the more you think about your hardships, mistakes, and problems, the more likely you are to experience depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, and anxiety, according to research. So I don't know I, if I'm the best person to speak on this. Me, I mean, either. we're not psychologists. I mean, no, so, and I also do not suffer from you know dwelling on negative thoughts. No, I do that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been like. Well, then it's leading you. You know, with depressive episodes or things like that. But how that was worded seemed really problematic to me because it mm. seems to be implying that like mental health issues comes and stems from thinking about and dwelling on I, I maybe i maybe mm-hmm. i just heard that wrong but i mean it does say dwelling on the negative eventually leads to mental health problems which again i don't know if i'm the best person to talk on this that seems really problematic it's problematic somehow i and think that i feel it, like, like it you, could be true in its little isolated bubble but yeah. it, need, it needs more context or maybe if it was worded can you know I'd say dwelling on the negative can lead to potential. Yeah, because, well, the thing is, is, like, 
then that like someone I don't know that's harmful to like people who have because and you, suffer from depression depression and they think well I like is it because I'm because only, I dwell yeah it's only because I'm thinking of negative things mm. and then like it might be like a chemical imbalance or it might be something that they literally can't mm. control because sometimes it's tough to take things that are true yeah and it's hard for us like collectively to recognize something as true without placing blame right so like just because this is true doesn't mean that it but need, I, yeah that someone needs to blame themselves exactly but so, like, i can see how like mm-hmm. what they were trying to say whereas yeah if you are dwelling on negative things or dwelling on the past of you know either traumatic circumstances or things that were hard and mm-hmm. maybe difficult for you it's not going to lead to an easier mental health yeah. journey um, I, that's why I think, like, I don't know, maybe I'm dwelling too much on it, but I just want to be really specific when people write articles like this, like the one, it takes one person to stumble on this and then mm-hmm. possibly misunderstand it. Um, again, this is the yeah. reject Amy, of, this is a know, reject article, people. Yeah, it's a reject article, but at the same time, like, I feel like maybe if Amy would have worded it, like, it doesn't help. It only it gets might worse. Flare so up. Oh, okay, going. buckle up. All right, I'll be quiet. Amy says. <laughs> <laughs> According to to Amy, Amy. just to be clear, focusing on your problems causes mental health problems to last longer. The more you think about your problems, the harder it is to regain psychological health. And like I said, isolated in its context, it makes sense. Yeah, no, I mean, focus on your problems. Your problems you have now will last longer. But it's missing the context of not everyone can just stop yeah, thinking it, about their problems. Exactly. It, it definitely feels like, have you tried just being happy? <laughs> have you tried just thinking of nice things? Well, I guess, things? I guess um, she's laying it all... She's, Amy's laying it on thick. Yeah. And But she luckily, she pulls through with these five excellent tips. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that you're, you know... So she does acknowledge, guys, that negative thinking is a hard cycle to break. Over time, rumination becomes a bad habit. Okay. It can become so ingrained that you'll have to you'll have difficulty changing the way you think. So yeah, I can see that. Um, I wonder if like my negative thinking is. I I think we're all more than one thing, right? I bet you yeah. we all have negative thinking cycles that are within our control, and we have some that are definitely not. Yeah. So I, I agree think, with that. I think um, maybe this article will be helpful to grab onto the ones we do have control over. Yeah. Let's do. Let's think yeah. of it from that mindset. I love that. I can. I can get on that. But I did think it was important to mention that, like, mm-hmm. I don't agree with the way that was written, but I do get what Amy is trying to get at. Do you know? <laughs> it's what like something... we know her. <laughs> I know, right? Um, you know what? Something. What is this? What is a period? Hold on, sorry. What did you just say? Because I'm like half in and half out of my attention right now. You said something like we go through periods of like where it's easier for us to or not. Like all of us have. We all have negative thinking cycles. Yeah. What's um, a, what's a specific situation that you might be in, or time of the year, or you know mm-hmm. what? When is it like harder for you? I don't to have my positive- stuff isn't usually linked to time of year. It's usually linked to. Um, it's totally fucking random. Is it? Yeah. I can see that for you. Right? Big yeah. Pisces ascendant mood, right? Yeah. Just random waves of emotion yeah. that wash over you. You'll be like yippy skippy fine for like three months and then I'll catch you on one day where you just snap for no fucking reason over something so minuscule and I like look at you and I'm like, 
What are you doing? Are you okay? What are you doing? Are you all right? Clearly, I'm not okay, um, people. You know what's crazy is the summer, and maybe it's not seasonal for you because you grew up in Texas, so it was like the same mm. fucking season all it's year round. The same. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you say that you had winter and fall, but like you. Yeah, didn't. sometimes it got to sixty degrees. Oh my god! All right, so crazy. <laughs> That's winter. That's so cold. That's 40 degrees colder than um, normal. I know. But uh, maybe that's why the seasons or the mm-hmm. time of the year don't affect you that much. But I feel like the summer for me, I get like unreasonably angry. <laughs> like I am so upset. I am so like even when You're I'm like happy. like a boiling teapot just yeah, screaming in the corner. Even when I'm happy, I'm like there's an, a layer of depression. You know how people get sad, SAD, like seasonal affective depression or usually in the winter you get it in the summer winter i get in the summer i wonder why because summer is the time where everyone's happy go lucky it's beautiful it's It's a great time to be alive it's humid there's too much stuff going on i feel like i get like really overstimulated from like inside and outside events and people Mm -hmm. going and doing things I don't know. I just wanted to know if you had like a specific circumstance that made you. My uh, triggers for like negative thinking cycles always stem from work. Oh, okay. And even though my job means nothing to me, and like it is your life, it could burn down tomorrow. I mean, I spend every day there almost. Yeah. And sometimes I start to get into this thinking cycle of. What if I'm stuck here forever and I yeah. die here? Big Virgo or, mood. Or, Big Virgo or mood. Or I start thinking, what if everyone realizes how stupid I am? Because <laughs> 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 I've, I've been playing the long con for oh, a long time. Oh my god. <laughs> so That's those, so great. So sometimes I get stuck into cycles like that, but then I have to think, wait a minute. They already think I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason. You know what I found, too, I think, with you is, like, it really does, ha- like, I think this is for most most people. Mm-hmm. Um, you're better than most at, like, pushing through it for a long time. But when you're surrounded by a lot of shitty people or a lot of negative people, like, specifically at work, too. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just have, like, really awful people at work, I'll find that, you know, obviously that would make it harder for people to have a positive mindset. It has mindset. an impact on people. I feel like you make it longer than normal people would with having a good, happy attitude. But then when you break, you're, there's no going back. I feel like, there's yeah, no going at back. work, once someone has, like, pushed me over, like, I don't have, like, a slow buildup no. where, where everyone knows I hate no. them. There's just one day where I turn vicious. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you turn, you snap. And then all of a sudden, you're like, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. And Suddenly, you're I'm just, just feral. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, you're just, like, foaming from the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes turn red. What's well, like, funny what is because happened? Amy's next tip is how brooding leads to unhealthy coping skills. Okay, tell us. So, um, Amy says that according to studies, <laughs> it's. I always think about um, that article written by Cher. I know, me too. That was, I think that was last week, by was, the way. No, it wasn't. I really think that was last week. Cher was last week. I think so. No. Do so, really well, then I guess when I say I always think of, I'm thinking of it now. <laughs> and yeah, right? This would be the time <laughs> I always the, think of it. But it also does feel like from last week to this week, it's been uh, an entire a lifetime. years. So, according to Cher. Um, <laughs> studies show that rumination increases emotional distress, which raises the risk of developing substance abuse problems, eating disorders, and other unhealthy coping skills. Yikes. So, yeah. Um, Wait, okay. Like, when it comes how? to me snapping, right? Like, how? I guess because if you spend too long brooding, um, I don't know, it just has a link to the study. And you know how sometimes uh, uh, the thing between the, the thing between brooding 
that leads to emotional distress and substance abuse yeah. is the is the context that we're missing. Right. So, so like give it let's We're missing the context, but we do know that that let's see if I click on so, this. So okay, yeah, like oh, I let's forgot, say, I don't have internet, I can't click no, on it. No, that's okay. But like let's say you're in maybe like a you know, verbally abusive relationship or something, which mm-hmm. I hope none of our listeners out there are. Mm-hmm. I mean, Skylar and I definitely are, but we, you know, we're making we're making a podcast out of it. So you're fucking welcome. Uh, but yeah, let's say somebody's in a verbally abusive relationship and, you know, they feel like they're just brooding and they're not doing anything on it and they're not getting help or they're not, you know, making any moves or they feel like they can't. Oh, you, so you, you, instead, go, you turn to the one thing you can control. Is that right. where you're going? And like, so maybe you turn to drinking or you turn mm-hmm. to substance abuse because it's a good way to, like, escape or to numb things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see maybe that. But without the brooding, who are we? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. If we're not brooding we're over culture, we're nothing. We're boring. <laughs> so the next section of the article is called How to Stop. <laughs> Very confident. <laughs> so if you dwell on your misery, <laughs> beat Listen, yourself Amy. up your mistakes. Is there something Just you need commit to, tell to us? change. It takes practice and dedication to stop ruminating, but doing so will help you. I, you really did preface this article in the beginning of the podcast episode <laughs> of like, we're really not going to learn anything. This is definitely like, have you tried? Just, I just stopping. I think part of the hilarity Stop. of this okay. is that like these are respected people and respected yeah. sources, and this is the bullshit. Like people are like, get help, and yeah. then this is the help that you can get. You yeah. know, like it's such a joke. It's so funny because like the topic is such a good idea and like mm-hmm. it's such a good theme to explore. And I feel like maybe some of the tips could be helpful with a different wording and more context and different like, author with feels- a different approach yeah it feels like a lot of the articles from psychology today that we like go through mm-hmm. they're they have to meet like a weekly quota of like five articles it's like it's like and cosmo like, for psychologists it, it, yeah it literally feels like they're 1000 sex tips put a candy out. cane on your nipples yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's where Bring we're coming to mistletoe this year with a bush full of <laughs> I saw this post that I, I sent it to Imogen. It was like, the name of the last movie you watched is the name of your vagina. <laughs> What's yours? Her, hers, mine is actually called The Perfection. Oh, okay. I know, I was laughing at that. And then hers was, something's in my house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what's so funny is I didn't... I haven't watched this movie in years, but when you said that, the first movie that came to mind was Force Gump. I can do that was the last movie you Wait, watched. Wait, what was the last movie you My watched? My Vaginas you, you, you guys Gump. went to go see a movie not too long ago, right? Oh, you saw that King Arthur movie. Was... Yeah, but I watched a movie and... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't say the movie! I can't say it! No, I can't. What is it? <laughs> Shutter Island? (laughs) No. 
Twitter. <laughs> it's a movie about cops in New York City. Catch me if you can. No. <laughs> DiCaprio, oh not Robert De Niro, excuse me, Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson, oh. and he, he's ready. You gotta what is come it? out. I can't, you don't know the movie. I don't know it. It's called The Departed. My <laughs> <laughs> vagina. It was. The de- been, it was the, the Departed. departed. <laughs> so it's bad. been a long summer. You said Shutter Island. <laughs> Dude, that would be great. How to stop ruminating. Let us know what your vagina's name is. What is your vagina name? What's the last movie? So, recognize when it's happening is tip (laughs) one. Sorry, I'm thinking of Catch Me If You Can. I was trying to guess like all those actors in those movies in that time period. Oh my god, that's so funny. The Great Gatsby. So Amy says, if we want to stop dwelling, we have to recognize when it's happening. Oh, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) The more you ruminate, the more likely you are to get stuck in a negative cycle. Be aware of your thinking habits and pay close attention. The quicker you notice it, the faster you can choose to think about something else. Choose to think about something else. Yeah, I just saw a meme the other day where it was like, yeah, I'm not going to think about it for the rest of the day. And then it was just like... Four stills of Kim Kardashian's face, like staring out into the abyss. When thinking it was like about thinking it. about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. Are you trying to tell a Virgo, like, just don't think, just about, don't think it. about it, just let it go. You're so, like, oh, okay, that is a, a hard thing sometimes to recognize that it's happening. Sometimes you don't know that you're doing something until you're balls deep in I, doing it. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty much always aware of it and choose to do it anyways, and that's my problem. Yes. <laughs> And nobody else's. So I guess everyone's Samantha's skipping step one. I'm skipping step one. I'm going straight into, I don't give a fuck. I'm going gonna to linger here. So step two is, oh my God. <laughs> you guys are not going to believe this. Okay. Look for a solution. <laughs> That's why we're here, Amy. <laughs> give us that. What is that? What's the solution? So step two, look for solutions. Thinking about your problems isn't helpful. Unless you're actively looking for a solution, italicized. Ask yourself if there is anything you can do about the situation. Commit to learning from your mistakes and solving your problems so you can move forward. And I've heard, this is like not so bad because you've said before, like, I've heard you say this maybe to Jessica, like, is there anything you can do about it today? Yeah. Then you, then you really just gotta, you gotta try and let it go today. You have to try and let it go. Today because you can't do anything today. You have to worry about it later yeah like otherwise you're just gonna worry about it you're wasting your energy you're wasting wasting your your night there's literally yeah there we've had a couple Mm -hmm. yeah and she's really good about like having a positive attitude and like getting through Mm -hmm. like whatever comes at her she's like such a trooper with trying to have a good attitude about it but every once in a while i'd catch her on like some fucking spiral and when she spirals it's like (laughs) it's it's big it's big and so we just have to like section by section and be like what are you upset about you can't you can't send that email right now they're not in the office i mean you can send it but you're not going to know the answer to it until they get back to the office Mm -hmm. tomorrow so like just relax so just you know america the world if you're listening 
Only worry about things during business hours. Honestly, that listen, would help that everyone. No, honestly, that is such a <laughs> stupid like thing. But at the same time, that was one of the best gifts that George George gave me was teaching me like when I am not working, I am not working. Granted, there are people who have like salary jobs or mm-hmm. schedules in which they have to be flexible. Like if you have kids that you need to watch during the day, maybe you work later or something like that. But if you can set schedules for yourself or at least have a consciousness of like when you're clocked out, you're clocked out. If you at least for work, a frame period of time. Exactly. Because There are so many things that would leak into the rest of my life, like fucking bile. (laughs) Like, and when I had to, cough some up. I had, yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, It's all coming back to me. Um, I really had to make like a conscious effort to say, like, I'm not working right now. If Mm -hmm. you would like me to answer this, or if you would like me to put my time and energy into this. I am now clocked in, and I mean, I guess, again, this this works a little easier for people who are hourly or whatever, but if you're in a job or a situation where people are demanding your time and energy or you're just giving away your time and energy outside mm-hmm. of the normal business hour, it is up to you like, and you alone. After 8 p.m., I don't answer emails because exactly. I'm sleeping. And you know what? They're not going to fire you. When I was mm-hmm. seeing that guy back in Florida, mm-hmm. he worked for a consulting company, mm-hmm. and... Um, he was the assistant to multiple people. Yeah. And uh, he was talking about how these people have like these really high salary jobs, mm-hmm. like half a million dollars a year. They're really important. They're analysts uh-huh. and they work for blah, blah, blah. And he said that he would send them an email because sometimes he would work till like two or three in the morning mm-hmm. and he would send them an email at two in the morning and they'd respond. Mm-hmm. And then he'd be like, oh, that's weird. And then at eight in the morning, they'd keep, he would be like these people just that never are off, off of their, yeah. Off of, and then I get it. If you're making half a million dollars a year, you know you're gonna be like, okay. I, I wonder. I wonder at what point people have to get to. Like, I feel like if you're Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. I bet you you have a few hours every day where you're off the clock. There are plenty of people that make half a million dollars that have set schedules. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to work your entire life away to make that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, I think it's kind of criminal that businesses work you make like that. you do that. I mean, now if you're like a dispatcher and you like go in and you're like, you know, a nine one one. Yeah, if you're on nine one one dispatcher, you like, can't be like no. But at the same time, most people have fucking shifts. They go into mm-hmm. work, they clock in, they clock out. They're not answering on their cell phones in the middle of their son's <laughs> soccer game. You know what I mean? Like filing your nails. Although, What's you your know emergency? What? I did always love, you remember the Rugrats? Mm-hmm. You remember Angelica's mom? How she was yes. like always on the phone with like, yes. what's what's his name? Ron! No. Hubie. God. Well, I want to say Stuart, but that was, I think that was, Stu was her husband. Stuart was Tommy's dad, I thought. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Stupid. Stu, Stu, Stu Pickles. I don't know. Anyway, she was always like, John, get me the, get me the, you know, assistant to the number yeah. to the Capitol White Building. You know, I'm here trying to make a plan. And like, she always had this like really nice, like, sexy business, woman bez- business like Ariana Grande ponytail. Mm-hmm. I really did think that was hot. I always thought it was legendary. I really thought, I was like, I'm going to be just like that. And look at me now. <laughs> Reading tarot in a spare bedroom. Look at me now. I love how I always thought that was going to be me now. And I don't even have a phone at work. I only have walkie-talkies everywhere that I work. I don't even That's get... That's kind of 
cool. I don't even get to be a high-powered cell phone businesswoman. I get to be a walkie-talkie bitch. Hog in the machine. Skyler. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. We wanted to be Angelica's mom, Cynthia, but we ended mm-hmm. up. Oh, wait, no. Cynthia was her raggedy-ass doll, wasn't it? I wanted to be her, too. Yeah, I wanted to be her, too. Did I ever tell you that when I was a kid... Oh, my God. (laughs) I have no idea. This was before the Candle Room fiasco. Oh, we're going way back. Um, Was this before you tried to turn yourself into a mermaid? Yes, even before that. Okay. I was, like, in first, second, or third grade. Okay. Real little. I had this... uh, I think most kids in our generation would have had this, that... uh, Little desk and the what, what's that brand where everything's red and yellow like those cars? Jansport? No, that's a that's a backpack. That's a backpack. And... You know what brand I'm talking about? That brand that makes like those cars no. that kids run around in. Oh yeah 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 yeah. What oh. the hell is that brand oh. called? Oh my god! Sunsport. Someone's screaming. Someone's whoever. If you're a parent listening to this, Nesquik? you are screaming. <laughs> you're screaming the answer to this. They make everything. I can't. Yeah, I know. What you I can't mean. think of what it is. Anyways, I had one of their desks. In this little plastic desk, I remember I had a little green chair. It was mm-hmm. this plastic desk, and the surface of it actually lit up so that you could trace things. <gasps> and I had Cute. a little lamp, and I had a little fake filing cabinet. Cute. And I was the most little baby Virgo ever. Mm-hmm. I went into my dad's office and I asked him if I could have papers to file. And I told him for my for Christmas, I wanted a briefcase and papers because I wanted to file things. Cute. I was born to be it? a secretary. <laughs> and a hot one at that. Um, did I get it? No, because how do you give a child paper and a briefcase and feel good about yourself? I would love that. I would definitely. Oh, man. I would have humored me too, but um, also my parents. So probably... how did you get from Rugrats to there? Because I was thinking about the high-powered businesswoman. Oh, okay. Like I just wanted to be someone with a briefcase, and I wanted to be someone mm. with papers and files. I wanted okay. to be important. Yeah. I wanted to have the. I wanted to have my things with me okay. that are so important that they yeah. needed to be filed alphabetically. Yeah, I wanted... have my little plastic desk with its little filing cabinet. That's so cute. I wanted to be like posh spice. So we were different people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was out there trying to sell real estate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> well, let's see what Amy has to say so about Amy it. So Amy says, oh God, this is Sutra. Sutra. Set aside time to think. And I've heard this and it's good advice. So your brain needs a chance to process things that go on in your daily life. So set aside 20 minutes a day to think worry. <laughs> think worry? <laughs> I read that weird. Sorry, everyone. Oh, okay. <laughs> Every way to think and worry. <laughs> Put your thinking time in your schedule. When you're notice or, if you notice you're worrying outside of your scheduled time, repeat to yourself, I'll think about that later. <laughs> oh, no, not your wheeze laughing. So, oh uh, so funny because I do that all the time, actually. Like, Wait, if- hold on. I just had this really weird, like, flash of where if somebody's last movie they watched was, like, Black Swan. And then their vagina's name was Black Swan. Swan. Which just is one of the most incredible it. movies of all Honestly, time. Honestly, it's really stunning underwear it's under underwear it's underrated so uh i've heard that um i think i've even heard kelly and maddox say that before in one of her videos how she has a set amount of time every day where she freaks out (laughs) (laughs) and then if it's if it's outside of that set schedule time then yeah she just knows it'll like if you are freaking out and your time limits up you know hey i'll have another chance tomorrow you know (laughs) comforting i guess <laughs> she's got virgo energy right yeah virgo moon okay 
Yeah. Remember the whole debacle with her, like, how she had her videos numbered and she was, like, having, like, a mini crisis about, like, whether to take the numbers off or not. Oh, Virgo. Yeah. I really admired that. It sounds like she was ruminating outside of her scheduled time. Yeah, it really seems like she might have been uh, brooding (laughs) over (laughs) Kellyanne. (laughs) So stick to your your time limit. Um, uh, Prevent yourself from pushing yourself by rehashing painful memories over and over again by just limiting the time that you can do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure some people could have a million things to worry about. But, you know, if you're like me, you probably have one or two at a time. And there's no use doing them all day. Okay. So number four is distract yourself. That one's the best for me. This Um, is the best for you. This one made me roll my eyes. Why? I'm like... I'm unable to distract myself. Unless I pick up a book. I mean, I'm... I'm, I don't know if I'm necessarily distracting myself more than, like, shouting louder with something (laughs) over the top of my doom and gloom. You know what I mean? Like, it's still there. But I'll just find something I'm really, like, interested in and do that instead. And then I'll just live with the anxiety in my chest about it. So, Amy says, telling yourself not to think about something backfires and causes you to think about it even more. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you just read that. Your eyes popped out of your face. I was channeling her. Yeah. The better way to distract yourself is to find a task that keeps you busy, italicized. Exercise. Call a friend to talk about a completely different subject or do a household project. Exercise made me laugh. Because (laughs) Because if I'm on a a spiral, like my first thought isn't, I gotta hit the gym. Yeah, especially because all I'm gonna be thinking about while I'm working out is how miserable I am. Like one, I'm still thinking about it. Thanks, Amy. And now I'm just tired. (laughs) Call a friend. That That one is like, maybe for me. I mean, I'm using the Marco Polo app and I'm definitely finding myself distracting mm-hmm. myself from things. Like, I'll just catch I up d- with a yeah. friend or... I had, like, two friends and a parent. <laughs> <laughs> two that, friends? That's that, that I know that I can call that can go on for, like, an hour, right? About what's going on in their yeah, lives. Yeah, and, and you don't talk. And I don't talk, and I'm so okay with that. Yeah. Because, like, I get really invested and involved and I forget all about my own stuff. And it's so, like, this could be... a and especially like the way that people get really passionate about what they're upset about, you start to think, oh my God. Yeah. What I'm going through me, is yeah. not so bad. No, especially me. I can get very passionate when I'm upset. <laughs> it says also moving around in general helps you, quote unquote, change the channel and prevent you from stewing. Stewing. Okay. And five. So she wants us to channel. Okay, stuff. everyone, collective eye roll. Even <laughs> though it's like good advice, whatever. Practice mindfulness. Oh, God. Mindfulness is the key to living in the here and now. When you're mindful, you'll be completely present in the moment. Like other forms of meditation, mindfulness takes practice, but over time, it can decrease your rumination. So, guys, let me just go through this really quick. I feel like, honestly, that was the best one out of all of them. One, recognize when it's happening. Two, look for a solution. Okay, thanks. Three, set aside your time to think. Four, distract yourself. Five, practice mindfulness. So... The and difficulty with like just saying practice six, mindfulness. If none of those work, go see a mm-hmm. professional to see if you might have a chemical imbalance. But God forbid you get her. <laughs> okay, jeez. I mean, unless you, unless you guys know Amy, then I'm sure she's amazing. <laughs> I was getting super and, paranoid. And, like, what if she's listening yeah, to this? Yeah, and then, like, in that case, hi, Amy, hi. thank you so much. Just kidding. You're I was, everything I said was a joke, and I loved it. 
I'm gonna stop ruminating now. I don't know about you guys, but I'm done. <laughs> I'm done ruminating. I found my solution. I found my and solution. It was Amy. <laughs> and it was in here. Oh god. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Well, actually, practicing mindfulness is mm-hmm. very nice. But sometimes, I especially think, if you're already too far spiraled down, if you sit with it and you don't have the tools, then mindfulness isn't gonna help you because. No. It's one thing to sit with something and like be in the here and now, but if you're sitting with something and you don't have the tools to know what to do with yourself while you're yeah. sitting with it, it doesn't help. No, especially if you, maybe even you have the tools mm-hmm. and maybe you're just too far in it, um, you don't want to use those tools. Like that's mm-hmm. where I've been at. I'm like, I know what works. I know what I can do. I know the solutions. <laughs> I just won't. But I just am too far in this hole and I just can't reach my <laughs> shovel that I dug myself into this hole with. It's at the top and there's no ladder and I'm just here forever. Um, yeah, I mean, but mindfulness honestly is, it's, I feel like it's so hard to just say mindfulness. but Because for, it's just like, so, it's so it, nebulous mindfulness yeah. like you could you could read multiple books about it and only scratch the surface of what the fuck mindfulness is because everyone has yeah. a different idea and opinion. i mean for me mindfulness helps with accountability so mm-hmm. for instance if this is kind of i don't hopefully this isn't a triggering topic but it could be but um so just a warning but like i'm really invested right now in my health and wellness mm-hmm. with well Aside from me tearing my ACL and my meniscus, um, yeah. But I'm really trying to like um, get back in line with feeling my body, being really mindful of what I'm eating, still eating foods I love, like still doing, mm-hmm. what, but just really being conscious and mindful. And for me right now, that is like weighing my foods and having accountability from an outside s- source that will keep me healthy and not obsessive or not spiraling into some eating habits like um eating eating disorders and things like that that i have so me being like open and honest and mindful about um the foods i'm eating so it feels really good like i do feel like i'm in a good space with it right now i'm not obsessive i'm not restricting i'm not overeating and it's more so just being really conscious of what i'm eating very mindful And so the mindfulness, I can feel that that has clicked into place. And I'm sure that there's different sections of our life where we're more mindful than others and times Mm. where we can feel like, I'm not so mindful right now. Whether it's your sleeping habits, whether it's the way that you interact with your loved ones, whether it is, you know, how you're taking care of your houseplants or your pets, or even just, you know, mindfulness around work to play ratio, whatever it is, I know that mindfulness really is such a crucial key into being feeling like we're in healthy space or that we have at least control over our emotions and our thoughts on things but like getting there and just saying mindfulness without giving yeah you know it's hard because there's so many different tools and topics and everybody's different you know what works for me with having a mindfulness over health and wellness is completely different for other people um and it's taken me a long time to know that accountability for me is something that is really important. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, I have my best friend, Allison, who's trying to become, like, a health and wellness coach. And I'm kind of, like, George and I are kind of, like, being her guinea pigs while also just using it as a really great opportunity to, like, learn and gain more mindfulness over the our habits, our health habits and our, you know, what we eat or what we're doing exercise-wise or just, like, Mm-hmm. You know, being more 
literally mindful. So it is a good yeah. Like I think I feel like that is a good way to end that article, but it's like so vague. It just, it's, it's also just not it's the per- it's the perfect tip to add to the end of anything. I know. So it's almost like if she really it wanted to give five tips, she, she needed to give six. Yeah. Because the end of all of these articles is always mindfulness, mindfulness, yeah. mindfulness. And it, no, I mean yeah, it is like I feel like number mm. five, and then it's like, but if you can't find how to be mindful or you don't know what that means and you still are in this hole, six. Here's my favorite tip. Six, go see a clinical mm-hmm. specialist to make sure that you don't have some sort of imbalance. Because if this mm-hmm. is talking about like depression or having a hard time with mental mm-hmm. illness, yeah. I just want to... Because I th- l- like like we've covered <clears throat> a lot of these articles and a lot of a lot of these like quick, quick little Cosmo bites. Yeah. Are I think for people that are generally neurotypical. Yeah, I, I and, agree with that. And I don't think that. I don't think our listeners are all neurotypical though. And I don't think any of us are. No, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe that's why we find these tips so hilarious. Maybe yeah. I bet you if you're normal, you're like, oh my god. Yeah. These tips are everything. A solution. A solution to my problem. Amen. Oh my god. Stop! I can't believe you just blew my mind like but that. My mind is literally blown. So, oh my literally god. Literally blown. I bet you we do have like one typical listener who was like y'all are y'all are so, so dumb. dumb. <laughs> like those y'all are, are perfect so drama. Tips. Y'all are so drama. What, what's our time stamp? We are at 48 minutes. So, that was really nice. We're going to wrap up with anything. Maybe you're like looking. Let's do another card pull. <clears throat> like little experiment. Okay, cuz we we really haven't mm. pulled cards in a while. Guess what? It's the season of the fucking witch year round, but it really feels like it. Hardcore right now. And mm. I, again, like I'm really excited once we get our shit out of box. We almost didn't film the podcast today because we couldn't find the microphone. <laughs> um, so it's kind of like that. We literally <laughs> moved in last night and my mattress is on the floor type situation. But I'm really excited to settle in and really feel like we can. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we said that a couple months ago. I'm but here pull, we are I'm again, pull baby. A card. What can we offer our listeners in this new house that we weren't able to offer before? Oh, <laughs> I love that. Like what? And then what's the consequence? <laughs> and what is your consequence as a listener? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. The Knight of Wands. Oh, okay. Um, but what's what do the you, consequence? Yeah, but what do you think that means? <laughs> <laughs> of fucking course it is. The consequence is the Ten of Swords. <laughs> the Ten of Swords. It just means that um, as much mm, creative... I think we'll get some really cool new ideas here that we weren't able to have before yeah, for whatever I feel reason. Like, I don't feel like it's been stagnant or anything. I just feel like we haven't really had the time, the space, the energy to really like get mm-hmm. creative or explore things. Um, you know, for a while I we were if, even doing interviews, which was super fun. I wonder if now is the time, because remember we were talking about Ouija like re- recording at like a haunted location and yes. doing it live from yes. a haunted location. Maybe this is saying like now's that time. Listen, I'm down for different things. I'm down, like we really, we've we've had to kind of keep it pretty generic for everything we're going on for our own mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then the Ten of Swords means at any point we could just give up the podcast. So if you <laughs> don't want us to do that um make sure you're supporting us this is a consequence (laughs) um yeah uh i want to pull something to finish out the podcast what should i pull a card for 
Let's see. What are you specifically going to offer? Nothing. <laughs> Death card. <laughs> uh, what am I specifically going to... Try not to bend your cards too much. Okay. It's finally a gift. <laughs> <laughs> in that case, I'm gonna slam yeah. them against the wall. Um, sorry, James. What's with these backings, though? You know, I used to hate them. I actually love them now. Really? It mm -hmm. just doesn't feel like it goes to the deck. Like I totally not... thought that, but now I do think they go with the deck. I don't know how. Okay. I, it just grew on me. Okay. It's cool. a winter deck, so I pull it out like. Wait, what was what... I pulling for? What are you offering? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, bitch. The king of swords. Yes, bitch. I mean, were we at all surprised? No. I'm just gonna be even more powerful with my words. Maybe, okay, but like maybe another, I'll start another my card own for okay, another card and like okay, but what else? Okay, maybe I'll start my own podcast. <laughs> Two of cups for first. Yikes! <laughs> Everybody um... around me will hate me even more than they already do. My relationships will fall apart. So we'll have you work on that. Okay, thank you so much. Maybe I need to keep my mouth closed. Which, again, from last episode, I'm telling you, it just was a bunch of word vomit. Yeah, I'm sure they really uh, loved it. I was, I don't know, I said some hypocritical things, too. Like, in the beginning, I said, I don't want to, I'm sure I don't no want to rehash it, because then people are going to go back and try think, to listen to it. I don't think anyone and, listens to this that closely. <laughs> Someone's writing down all of your contradicting points. And <laughs> one minute, one day, she's not keeping no, her story straight. You know those like T channels that like do like the cancellation of like Shane Dawson or mm. like how how Trisha Paytas became the most hated person on the internet, and it's like an hour long yeah. feature film about every single problematic thing they said or done. Like I, you, you know, would have at hundreds any of hours. Point, Hundreds Anyone of hours. Could come up with one of those, and I and just your worst photo, like on the on yeah, every the, the thumbnail of every <laughs> single one of them. Well, that's all I'm gonna leave you guys with today, you guys, gals, and in betweens. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, we are gonna go live in a sea of boxes. I'm gonna try to unpack some shit, and yeah, we're here. Mm -hmm. We did it. There's still some things to do at the other house, but for the most part. We're done. You're going to be listening to the episodes in a new house, new energy. Well, actually, it's a fucking old house. Mm -hmm. but old house, new energy. Old house, new us. And have a wonderful week. Podcast title? Huh? Were you trying to think of a podcast title there at the end? Like, old house, new us? No, I think we're going to go with Shutter Island. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> Bye! <laughs>